0: Back in 99 and 2000, you had the growth of technology companies. Things were really changing. If you see throughout the years, there's always new technology arising every single day. Today, however, we have never seen such an integral part of the system like technology. Everything relies on technology. But certain things could be changing. The very first thing I want to discuss is regulation. You see, if you look at it back 20 years ago, 40 years ago, while there are always new technologies, it is very clear that we have never seen something so, as I've said, intertwined. Now we could see the potential for new regulation. The second thing is the control. These companies, despite the fact that they are largely unregulated, have so much control over the systems that we have to deal with every single day. And the third thing is to look at the investment aspect here, because people can see this as a half glass full or a half glass empty or something altogether different. Now you decide what you want. Let's get into it right away. I want to take it slow right here for these first two aspects. I want to explain myself as best I can. Big tech companies are facing the biggest expansion in potential technology regulation in a generation and basically saying, you know, we don't know if that's actually going to come through. Look at what happened with Microsoft back in the day. Oh, we're going to grill them in front of Congress. We saw the same thing happening with a lot of these other tech companies today. And what happens? Not even a slap on the wrist, maybe a little tickle with a feather. That's all they get. Now, there's a lot of push today to see these companies go ahead and, you know, have to give in somewhere. But the fact remains is that they've got way too much control. That's what we'll talk about in a second, so hang in there. New laws under consideration in Europe, Asia, and the U.S. could put sharp limits on how big tech companies can treat smaller competitors and restrict their use of artificial intelligence, like facial recognition. Some proposals could ban common practices, such as companies giving their own products a boost in their own rankings, aka Amazon, something that could have an operational impact. So what we're seeing here today is, well, they've been accused of it before. The search engine, the big one, not allowed to mention the name. Oh yeah, they've been caught multiple times. Amazon, oh, your products are uh, being taken, the idea is being taken from others and they've boosted their own to the top. We know what they do. But by the way, just so you know, Amazon is not good at doing what, what you think. But anyway, that's a whole different story. The Theamazongps.com if you're interested. At the same time, regulators globally are advancing dozens of investigations related to competition and privacy that can lead to more than just speeding tickets for the tech giants. Under consideration, according to the regulators and executives, are orders or settlements that could cut off the transatlantic data flows. Kneecap, some kinds of digital advertising, delay major product changes or force ongoing oversight of activities. Now, this is where it gets a little bit iffy. Do you want these companies, which you know I'm hesitant to mention the names, but you know who I'm talking about. Do you want them, when they have their alumni working in the government, to basically then say, oh, we're going to make rules that control what you do? I don't know. You tell me. Let me know in the comment section below. Do they need to be regulated? Is that what we need? Do they need to be eliminated? Or do they need to be transparent? Is that what needs to happen? Or... Are they simply private institutions that should be able to do whatever they want? Now, certainly, you can look here, see how much money they have made, see the actions that they take. You've seen companies like Facebook or Meta, which has taken information from people all throughout this period of time, seen You know, basically being bashed down. And what has happened here? Really nothing. They have been under scrutiny for such a long time. You're taking people's info. You're selling it. You're not telling them, oh yeah, you're going to get in trouble. And their stock just keeps performing well. And you look at that for any of these other ones. Okay. I'm still hopeful That we can find the internet to be a place where two individuals can transact, two individuals can share information without the knowledge of a third party. The issue here, which we'll bring up in a second, is who controls the data, highways, and roads? That's important to understand. I don't think a lot of people realize this. Now think about every financial transaction. Every piece of data, every little packet of data has to run through big cables, okay, and go from place to place around the world. And who owns these highways and roads? A lot of people don't think about it. They think, well, I'm on my internet and I pay my internet service provider and you know, I live in this country or this state or this city or this province or region. And they don't take into consideration the next step. And so, let's go. Let's dig deep. Let's spin around the table and go in to this Wall Street Journal article I found to be extremely interesting. And I think you should take the time to expand upon what I will share with you today in the sources down below. This link will be there, and you could read the entire thing for yourself. Really good stuff. Google, Amazon, Meta, and Microsoft weave a fiber optic web of power. The four tech giants increasingly dominate the internet's critical cable infrastructure. Take a look at that. Fascinating, right? That image. You could see it for yourself. Well, To say that big tech controls the internet might seem like an exaggeration. Increasingly, at least in one sense, it's literally true. They own the cables. They own the highways and the roads. Think about it like that. Highways and roads where you would move to and from. These big tech companies literally own them. Did you know that? I mean, I knew that they had involvement, but not to this degree. The internet can seem intangible, a post-physical environment where things like viral posts, virtual goods, and metaverse concerts just sort of happen. But creating that illusion requires a truly gargantuan and quickly growing web of physical connections. That's where the fiber optic cable comes in, 95% 95% of the world's international internet traffic links up pretty much all the world's data centers, those vast server warehouses, computing uh packets, data going back and forth. Okay. All right. Then it basically just says that these cables are running under the seabed, under the floor, going from one place to another. They show an image down here. I'm not gonna you know, get into all the details of the article, you'll fall asleep. In less than a decade, four tech. Giants, Microsoft, Google, Meta, Amazon have become by far the most dominant users of the undersea cable capacity. Before 2012, the share of the fiber optic capacity being used by those companies was less than 10%. Today, it's 66%. Do you see what's happening here? More people are using the social media. Okay. There's advertising running on them and so on. And now, suddenly, most of the traffic is being done through these companies. And these four are just getting started. Submarine cable engineers, the companies themselves, are all looking at this and saying, this is what's going to happen. This is the direction we are going in. In the next three years, they're on track to become the primary financiers of and owners of the web of undersea internet cables connecting the richest and most. Bandwidth-hungry countries on the shores of both the Atlantic and the Pacific by 2024 the four are projected projected to collectively have an ownership stake in more than 30 long distance undersea cables each thousands of miles long connecting every continent save Antarctica this is unbelievable to think that they own the actual cables themselves they have themselves completely and entirely intertwined with the governments, we know that, so this just takes it a step further. The involvement of these companies in the cable laying industry has also driven the cost of transmitting the data across the oceans for everyone, even their competitors uh and you know, so it's making it cheaper essentially, okay, which is good, certainly, but there's more to it than that. active and planned submarine cable systems, just looking at that, you could see for yourself, okay, as I said. In the description sources are there, and you could see it's from Europe to North America. You could also see it basically going everywhere. Okay, lots of cables there. Cables that Amazon, Google Meta, or Microsoft have an ownership stake in. Undersea cables cost hundreds of millions of dollars. They're doing this. Why? Because they want to be able to, number one, have a better product. No doubt. At the corporate level, These companies, they want to have a better product. They want faster service. They want more reliable service. And if they could bring that data across without having to deal with anybody else, certainly they're going to do that. There's another deeper and more important layer to that. Obviously, (laughs) with this channel, the way this channel has gone, you know, I guess, should I really care? It's already shadow banned. But anyway. Anyway, these companies here, they have such control and it remains to be seen the direction they'll go if there is more regulation, but they own own it all. Anyway, there is more in here and I think it's important that everybody check it out. Okay, I can't get into it all. This video would be 40 minutes long. But check it out, okay? There's lots of images. There's just just a lot. By building their own cables, tech giants are saving themselves money over time that they would have to pay other cable operators. Tech companies don't need to operate their cables at a profit for the investment to make financial sense. Okay, so they've got billions and billions. They've spent that already. I think they said something ridiculous, like $40 billion spending on just this. And it just shows you how much they want and need this and there's just one example here in chile this is google they're showing you that cable coming right up most people don't realize this they don't understand this because it's simply just you know you just log in that's it we're good well now what does this mean well from an investment standpoint this is obviously net positive the regulation. Should they face regulation? Remember, this is an industry that, despite the fact that it's growing importance, has really not dealt with any regulation. If there is regulation, that is net negative. All right. But now, 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 we've got to realize what could happen in the coming days, weeks, and months the chart i'm about to show you here this is just giving you an idea of the amount being invested how much money is being put forth by the central banks now depending on where you look around the world the bank of japan might be buying etfs and other banks might be buying mortgage backed securities but ultimately the amount of money being put out there is going into the negative okay so that means we're seeing a quantitative Tightening policy this year and into next year. You could see that there is a rotation, it's been going on now, out of the momentum into value, value stocks. Okay, it might be hard to see on here. Just over the last few months, what has happened? Okay. Value stocks out of the technology stocks. Now it doesn't mean that tech is suddenly bad or whatever, just showing you where the money is and then giving you you know a different look at this, the 10 years in the whole story, relative earnings dictate a cyclical opportunity if you want to read that as well. And then emerging equities are seeing some level of flows in. Why? Because just like with tech stocks that are, were really in favor from basically 2020 and on, um that that's certainly changing so a lot of money today is moving out of where it was before is this kind of pricing in the regulations is that part of it remains to be seen i want to know what you think about this subject um obviously you know all of this remains to be seen a lot of it anyway and you as an individual even if you're not on the social media's if you even if you don't log in they're following you everywhere you go physically into stores and now they're trying to bring people into the metaverse where it's not reality it's not quite um you know on the digital side of things it's it's kind of being put in between the two and i think they will try to at least Make it impossible for people to live without having that at least metaverse type environment. Oh, you want that job? Well, you've got to do so in this new world. Strange, to say the least. Seems to be the way things are going. If you appreciate this information, hit that thumbs up. If you hate it, if you hate my face, if you hate my voice, give it. thumbs down i appreciate appreciate all of those out there i want to thank you all for your kind words on the previous video to this one as well as all, all the kind words every day in fact so thank you very much for that if you haven't seen this video yet you definitely want to check it out so just click it and i'll see you there